Welcome to Mindful Musings, where you're invited to join in mindful reflections that encourage and deepen connections with self and others. Help build a culture of caring, create a life of purpose, and face challenging transitions in an atmosphere of unity. And we are doing a pick from a new deck of cards that we're trying out. There are the healing cards. A daily practice for maintaining spiritual balance by Caroline Meese and Peter Ochio Grosso. So there's cards and then they come with a little guidebook that gives you more details about each card, I guess. So we'll see. We'll check it out. Beautiful. All right. So I've shuffled. There's 50 cards in the deck. So, have you got a preference for how we approach this this morning? No. All right. I like the shuffle and random choice, though, like just oh, the pick. Shuffle and random choice, then. Okay, so this it's is a never question. random. We say random, but it's, it's never random. Okay. So I'm shuffling them up well, because it's the first time we've used them. And when they come, they're in numerical order. Each card is no order, as numbered. Okay, so random spirit-led pick. How's that? says here's the card mm -hmm. you read that no okay it says the divine dwells within you and desires that you heal and on the other side it says are you fully aware of that presence call upon the power of the divine to awaken its healing force within you be grateful for this miracle. Mm. And the picture is of, of a lady holding a seashell up to her ear. Right. In ocean. Beautiful. And then it's card number 23. So we'll look up in the little book and see what it says about card number 23. 23 is the same as um, 22, which is the same explanation. So card number 22 says, wellness is our natural state. Disease is an imposter. And then 23 says, the divine dwells within you and desire, desires that you heal. So the Indian philosophy of Vedanta holds that the supreme self, the essence of each individual that is directly connected with God, is perfect in itself. If we simply allow it to manifest, we will maintain both spiritual and physical health. This sense of the divine within recalls St. Peter's statement, I live now, not I, but Christ lives in me. And that's from Galatians 2.20. The first of these two passages from a modern day interpreter of Ayurveda sounds a similar theme 
if the soul is already perfect, bracket, except for the fact that we don't fully realize it, bracket, then so is the body. It has the power to heal itself if we get out of its way and allow it to work naturally, rather than confusing it with medicines and food additives. In extreme cases, of course, we may need to intervene with drastic measures. But the idea is to minimize the use of artificial healing agents so that traumatic illnesses are less likely to occur. And then there's some um, references here. One to a Jacqueline Young, The Healing Path, The Practical Guide to Holistic Traditions of China, India, Tibet, and Japan. So these are references you can go to for more information. And uh, Brie, Maya Tiawari, The Path of Practice, A Woman's Book of Healing with Food, Breath, and Sound. So there we go. The divine dwells within you and desires that you heal. It almost inspires me to look for card number 22, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It doesn't almost inspire me. It inspires me. So I'm just going to whip through here and see if I can find card number 22 for us. The predecessor to this one. Although I'm sure the, does the book have any other reference to number 22? No, it's linked with 23. So they have the same reference, you know, mm -hmm. thing that I just read. Okay, card number 22 is wellness is our natural state, disease is an imposter. Memories. Okay, you turn it over. Memories are clever imposters, making it appear that an experience or relationship cannot be healed. If you believe that, how can you heal your body or protect your health? Replace imposters with a higher truth. And then it goes to the divine dwells within you and desires that you heal. Are you fully aware of that presence? Call upon the power of the divine to awaken its healing force within you. Be grateful for this miracle. So it's kind of the two together. I guess this goes backwards, so I should do it like that. Well, it's, I love the image with the, um, you know, just peeking out from behind that mask. Mm -hmm. So how does that speak to you today in terms of healing messages with what's going on in your life and the world or just how is it speaking to you? Well, it speaks to me of the, um, you know, the, the, the practice of getting out of our own way and how that can be misinterpreted as, um, uh, you know, having no interest or being flighty or, you know, if, if there's, if there's issues that are going on and you're not worried and focused and, and, um, you know, digging in with all of the worry and concern, 
that can look like neglect to people. And so what I'm really hearing is we must get to that state of mind to get out of the worry, to not let that root in our awareness. Because, you know, it's, it's the thoughts that we think that cause a lot of the issues. <laughs> and so there's a real fine balance for me, you know, to walk that line of being detached from the issue and the outcome and being responsible in uh, in this idea that there's a there's there's a divine uh, power that's beyond our perception, and that if we can rest and relax into that idea that we are held and cared for and perfect as we are, it's a helpful state. Um, yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy to be in that detached place when the expectation is for you to worry. So we've, we've really created a bit of a catch-22 in our society because, you know, we, we almost deem worry as being responsible. If I'm worried, then that means I'm, I'm doing what I should be doing. But that's wrong. Worry is the imposter. That's what I'm hearing. Hmm. So I, I acknowledge the, the depth of your wisdom and the understanding of the difference between detachment and denial um, and how often detachment is confused, misinterpreted by others as denial of reality. Yes. And, uh, and that the imposter of worry can actually uh, interfere with our healing. Mm -hmm. How about for you? Well, it's kind of similar because I, I, uh, I'm of an age where uh, a lot of people I know um, are on a lot of medications like and um, I was put on something at one point that seemed to be, I knew a couple of other people who went to this doctor and I, that were female. I don't know if she did it to the males or not, but it seemed that as soon as we hit 60, we were all put on this uh, statin drug or anti-statin, whatever it is anyway, to lower cholesterol and blood pressure and stuff. And, and um, my markers were, 
you know, they weren't the lowest, but they weren't the highest either. Um, and so I kind of went on for a while and then thought, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big prescription taker. So I weaned myself off responsibly. And then when I went back for a checkup about two years later, she asked me about them and I said, well, I kind of withdrawn. And she told me she wouldn't be my doctor if I didn't stay on them. Um, so, so much for having the power to be responsible for your own health. Um, I've since moved from there. And uh, so I, I have weaned off of them, but I'm fine. Like I, I watch my diet. I've, you know, do different, do it in different ways. And, um, and I'm not having to worry about all the side effects of that particular medication. Sometimes I think the side effects are worse than the cure, or, you know, the potentials. So I, I don't know. I, uh, I think that we've really created a, you know, on, under the guise of healing medicines, I see people taking all sorts of stuff and buying all sorts of stuff that, you know, it's advertised well, it's in pretty bottles, it's marketed to appeal to our, our fears and vulnerabilities. And um, people have no idea what they're taking. I mean, I watched one documentary where these capsules, and I can't remember the name of the, the brand, so I can't get into trouble there, but they were capsules that people were buying that were supposedly healthy things, you know, health food type medicine, um, natural type medicine. And actually, they were coming out of streets of somewhere in India and people were, or China, people were just scraping up the dust off the streets and putting them into the capsules and the dust was actually radiated. Ooh. Like it was coming from a really polluted place. And this is how some people were making their living was, you know, making these capsules that were then put in bottles and marketed in North America to people who were buying all this health food crap. So, I, you know, again, we um, we have this attitude towards, you know, you can buy your way out of anything, um, and that that's being responsible. So I I, I really think that um, there are lessons and healings of a different sort. Like we're so focused on the physical health maintaining this physical that houses the soul on this part of our journey um, as if that's it which is I think a very short-sighted and I think of our friend John who John uh, Kavlin and as he went through the brain tumor um, experience and how he processed the different states of being within himself um, and then came to peace and with the idea that you know he knew he, he was going to die and um, and the acceptance and the curiosity with which and trust and faith with which he faced the prospect of his death in, in yeah. the last phases yeah yes 
So because, you know, accepting that it was part of the soul's journey, not all of the soul's journey. So, you know, it's like if the, if the soul knows when it's in the womb that it's going to come out into this world, I mean, just think of the fear that would be there if we faced birth the same way we face death. Mm-hmm. Passage from one phase to another of the soul's journey. So, so that's how it's speaking to me, is that wellness is not just of the physical. That that's that that we're never meant to be physically here forever. So that wellness does actually include the acceptance of this being part of the soul's journey and that there's only one way out of here (laughs) for the next part of the journey. Mm. The same as a baby can't stay in the womb forever. The soul cannot stay in the physical forever. Yeah, I I really appreciate the mindfulness and um, and I think the perception to really see that it's not just our physical health that matters and and you're right we've we've really leaned hard toward the physical and denied almost completely the emotional spiritual um, essence of who we are the soul's body yeah so it it gives me pause to really think and consider that. Thank you. So now what's the practical application? Where do we go from here? How does wellness as a natural state convert when we're mired in it you know yeah and for me part of it is not to get caught up in the uh, marketing machines of all these things to buy and for me it's about not getting caught up in the expectations of those around me mm-hmm. and you know, to be able to listen for for the areas of growth, but not get misled mm-hmm. uh, with unnecessary attachments to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you think about it, there's people who are living to 100 years old who live in conditions that, by our standards, would be deplorable. You know, the lack of proper nutrition, blah, 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 by the standards that we've been sold as being essential mm-hmm. to uh, living, you know. And um, it's not necessarily so for every soul. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you for that. It was a, a bit of a different twist on daily inspiration. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being open to uh, trying something new today. Mm -hmm. At least we got further than we did the other day. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in Mindful Musings today. We always welcome courteous and respectful feedback in the comment section below. And if you enjoyed spending time with us, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you're interested in joining us online, click the link to visit our site, synergyetc.ca.